Welcome to the Bonner Private Research Podcast. I'm your host, Joel Bowman. Each week, we bring you exclusive conversations with members of Bill Bonner's private research team, as well as some special guests we'll meet along the way. We're trying to connect the dots, from high finance to lowly politics, private investments to public follies, from Wall Street to Main Street, at home and on the road. We're into sound money, personal freedom, classical books, and great wines. Not always in that order. So join me and the rest of the Bonner Private Research team as we pack our bags and follow the money. All right, welcome to uh, this special edition of the Bonner Private Research Podcast. I'm joined here in actually my own house today by a very dear friend and special guest who visited me actually almost a decade ago uh, to this month. And he had under one arm a bottle of Malbec and in his eyes a kind of crazed and frantic look. And over the course of the evening in a couple of hours and a couple of glasses of that very same bottle, my friend told me about a brand new payment system that he was very, very excited about. Uh, and in which he was keen to invest. Uh, that payment system turned out to be Bitcoin, and the friend is Marcelo Fleischer. So I just want to say welcome, Marcelo, and thanks for taking the time. Thank, thanks so much. I, I, I really like what you do. I like your, you know, I like your books, your articles, your, your podcast. Well, I like you. <laughs> <laughs> this, this should go well then. So I guess one of the first questions everybody wants to know is, one of the linchpin moments of that first conversation that we had was you looked at me sometime late in the night and you said, you know what, Joel, I know this sounds crazy and maybe it is, but I haven't felt this crazy buying something since I went all in on gold in early 2000s, which as our listeners being gold bugs will well know, uh, that turned out to be a very spectacular trade. So I guess if you were crazily buying gold in the early 2000s and crazily buying crypto in the, early, in the beginning of last decade, uh, everyone wants to know, what are you crazy about now and how can we get some? <laughs> well, we will talk about that later. Okay. But uh, first, let's talk about Bitcoin. But wh why, why is it important? Why is, why is it special? I think many people look at Bitcoin, stumble upon it, and they don't realize, really, why, why it survived this long. And why is, this is what I think, it's, it's like civilization shifting technology. Um, and so they jump instantly to something newer, the newest thing, the, you know, the, the, the brightest or the, the last coin or whatever. They, they don't stop and think, okay, what this, why? Why is this uh, working? Just this kind of... They don't, uh, usually people don't read the white paper wrote, uh, wrote by Satoshi Nakamoto, so uh, it's no surprise that they, uh, they take it as just, just another kind of investment. So they don't get why uh, mm, Satoshi made the decision, the lots of decisions he made. So, so let's, uh, maybe we start there, we started at 2008 because it was a very... It was a very important moment for the global financial community. Obviously, everybody knew what was happening uh, with the global financial crisis. And 
it was it, it wasn't at least it seems to me just an accidental happenstance occurrence that Satoshi decided that year and carried that very very special message in the in the Genesis block, essentially declaring this is war and this is th this is the new innovation and the new tools that we're going to bring to that exactly. to that battle and <clears throat> also uh, it's there's a reason why he called it a peer-to-peer -peer electronic cash system uh, and not uh, a gold kind of system or uh, I don't know a first layer for another kind of money system whatever there's a reason because gold already failed so uh, many people think that uh, Politicians uh, or central bankers, well, these guys don't like gold. I don't think so. I think that gold they like because they know they can fail you. Mm -hmm. if and so you're talking, uh, are you talking here about, say, um, FDR's gold confiscation or, or the, the um, uh, de-pegging uh, in, in 1971? So they, they can set the system up to fail yeah, of course. Uh, to their advantage. Of, of course. course, they can do it again. Why not? And they, they, now they know exactly how to do it. And why would we trust them not to do it? Of course. So, so it's, it's important to understand many things. And one, one of those things that uh, I think many people don't get is what kind of uh, monster <laughs> we are dealing with here. So, and why it behaves the way it behaves. So, uh, fiat money is just <clears throat> the most, the easiest way, the most efficient way uh, that the, the, the state has uh, <clears throat> in its hands in order to rob you. Let's, mm -hmm. let's be frank. So, uh, why? Well, Let's start from the why. So I, I said I said civilization shifting technology. Yeah. This is why, because the state always grows faster than the economy. Mm -hmm. You have this cycle. It's always the same. Not only in the Western civilization. Not only in Rome. Not only in the United States. It's everywhere. It's, it's the same. You have a, a small state or something like that, and then you have a. Uh, an economy that can grow, mm -hmm. grow prosperous, uh, but then the state grows uh, even quicker, and then it all falls falls down. And we've so, we've seen this from the, going all the way back to the Greece yeah. to the Greek yeah. city state, exactly the, the Roman yeah. Empire. All, yes, we do. Yeah. It's not as if we don't have examples. Yeah, of we have exactly examples, this. and also in China, in India, there are many examples of of this. It's, so we are trapped in this cycle. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you, you have to see uh, the state as, as it is in order to understand why. If we have a state, we will not be able... To, I mean, if we have a state that is not constrained in some way, mm -hmm. we will not be able to live this cycle. And, well, we tried everything in order to constrain the state. Including gold. Including gold, yeah. exactly. So we tried to, uh, in some way, tell to these guys, look, uh, or infiltrated and infiltrate it and uh, just uh, stop it from growing some way. Well, it does work for the same reason that a tumor uh, grows. And it doesn't matter if you say, uh, don't grow or uh, just grow, but uh, stop here. It will not stop. It will keep on growing. 
You should also mention at this point you are an oncologist, so <laughs> you're just talking about just stuff, uh, another one of your specialities. Yeah, yeah. But I know what I'm saying. Stick to the about. metaphor. This is a good one. <laughs> so, uh, so it's so the malignancy of the state. Let's yeah, say yeah, yeah. And and so fiat money is just the most efficient way. Uh, it's the way that people um, are robbed without understanding exactly what's happening. Mm -hmm. So that's that's why they they use it. So. Uh, it's important to understand this. I mean, the, the state can trick you into believing that you have, um, you are, the prosperity is sustainable, even if it's not. Mm -hmm. uh, if it's related uh, to government intervention, they can sustain that illusion for some time, but uh, it would all fall apart. So that's, that's the reason why uh, it's so important to have a money that reflect scarcity in the real world. Mm -hmm. So uh, Bitcoin is that kind of money. Uh, in that regard, it's similar to gold. I would say even better. But so you can uh, you can't have a civilization without the virtues that arise from recognizing scarcity. This is the this is not the only condition, but it's it's a basis. Yeah. Then it's a limit that keeps that, that keeps everything in in check. Uh, essentially, run away, you know, run away at the printing press. Yeah. Run away, run away <clears throat> promises that can't be met, that can't be funded. And, and you are uh, you are killing those virtues that made civilization possible in the first place. Mm -hmm. So at some point, uh, it just it cannot sustain itself. So. Uh, that's why we we are I say we are we are trapped because as long as we have fiat currency we we can have fiat currency I think we will keep on having fiat currencies but if fiat currency is the only I mean it's it's a monopoly it's a, mm -hmm. if it's a, a, a monopoly in the sense that it cannot be challenged. Mm -hmm. And a coercive monopoly as well, not even just a, a, a more efficient market-based solution. This is a, you use it or you, and you pay your taxes in it and you get inflated out of it or you go to jail. So this is the, the very worst kind of exactly. power market monopoly. Exactly. So in a monopoly, you have a bad kind of service. That's, well, we, we all know why. They, there's no competition. But you can force uh, competition. I mean, in the state... Competition is bad because, in the, uh, I mean, into the state uh, or, como se dice, adentro. Within, inside. Well, yeah, within. Yeah. These, are, the, these are the state-sponsored roads outside that are clustered <laughs> yeah, and yeah. conjectured. <laughs> within the state, mm -hmm. <clears throat> competition is bad because mm -hmm. it's competition for who, who is the, the most uh, brilliant guy in manipulating people and... Uh, using force in order to uh, keep its power and expand its power. So, uh, but you can have competition with the state if you are smart about it. And I think Satoshi was very smart about it. Uh, he, he made the right decision. He made a lot of decisions. And many people don't see the whole system. It's a system of incentives. Mm -hmm. And that's the only reason it survived. Look at the examples uh, before Bitcoin. We had uh, 
Digital we, money. We had e-gold. We yeah, had a, exactly. A few other examples. Backed that, by gold. What right. happened to that guy? It was very sad. They, yeah. The feds just shut it down. Right. And he went to jail. And uh, people wonder why Satoshi might have chosen to remain anonymous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, but you, you can say that he, even if it's not anonymous, mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't matter because it's just code. He, right. He's, yeah, of course, uh, if I had a million bitcoins, I wouldn't be talking to you here. Right, right. But <laughs> I wouldn't say that. But, right. Uh, That's exactly what somebody who had a million bitcoins <laughs> would say, you know. Yeah. That, right. Okay, so maybe for people, because I'm sorry, I, know I, I say a million because uh, it's supposed to the, the, the number that supposedly Satoshi has. Oh, right, yes, yeah. yes, of course. But so just for people who uh, want to play a bit of catch up, because you put a lot on the table for, for people who, who maybe know quite a bit about Bitcoin. Um, but let's get back just to sort of put some foundational uh, bricks down with regards to the structure of what we're talking about. So that when, for example, you say, a set of incentives, we can frame that for, for people who might not know, just the kind of nuts and bolts of what this is. You know, people see on news stories, they see a shiny little Bitcoin and they think, oh, maybe I should go down to the store and pick one of those yeah, things up. I listened to your podcast with Bill Bonner, mm -hmm. who I really admire, but I, <laughs> I do not agree with something uh, that he said. Uh, he said, look, those early adopters, <laughs> they just... Uh, he, he gave an example. Let's say I listen to you and you say, look, this is great. And I, I say, well, what can I lose? I throw $1,000 to this th thing that I don't understand. Yep. Okay, <clears throat> many people did that. And I, I can assure you that those people uh, didn't stay, mm -hmm. didn't hold. Right. Because they didn't understand. So uh, usually what, what happened to those people is they, they lost everything because they, they just didn't take care of the, their coins. Mm -hmm. Or uh, they sold when they saw, oh, this is like 2x, 5x, 10x. They sold everything mm -hmm. because they didn't understand that this was not just uh, a speculative play. No, no. This this can this has the potential to to change uh, to change everything. And yeah. I know it sounds too much, but uh, if you challenge the basis, the root of state power, you're really changing everything. I mean, what what's coming next? We don't know, but it will not be uh, similar to what we know. Right. Well, I mean, so, if we think that we have, you know, however many thousands of years of yeah. history yeah. just in gold, since we abandoned seashells and whatever inferior money we were using yeah. before that, it's been millennia in the making, this, this particular advancement of money. So we can probably expect that there's not going to yeah. be yeah. Uh, and nobody, something to come around in the next two years or exactly, five years. Exactly. But people don't believe that. Well, it's, it's been so many thousands of years. At this moment, I am alive. It's, it can't be. Yes, it can. Why not? Right. Why not? There were people, I don't know, the first time some guy realized that gold was useful as money. Uh, there were people alive. And, and we are, we are uh, seeing something uh, uh, new here. But remember, I'm talking about the idea of Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. You have to respect that same system of incentives. If you do not respect it, uh, Bitcoin will fail. Mm. So that's why we have, uh, most people think, when you talk about Bitcoin, you think, 
BTC, which mm -hmm. is just a ticker. Right. No, no. Uh, Bitcoin is what's written in the white paper. Okay. And so the, let's let's so drill down into, in, into that then, because that's uh, that that's the it's it's very important. The wording of it is important. The the conceptualization of this particular idea and the implement the faithful implementation of the idea is particularly important. So there's no better person for to yep. explain that than you. So yeah. So help so us out. the new thing uh, in in Bitcoin is that you you don't have a single point of failure theoretically. I mean you and that's that explains why they had to uh, spend so much resources in order to destroy Bitcoin BTC. Okay. So what most people think is Bitcoin is now unusable and it's uh, doomed to fail. So so why is it so, unusable? What what so I mean because yeah. to be fair, people will look at the price of, of Bitcoin yeah. and they'll say Look, this is fifty thousand yep. dollars. This is whatever it is yep. today. Will be hopelessly outdated course, by the end of this of conversation. Course. But yep. but people will say here is the clear victor because yep. it shot up, however many hundreds of thousands of percent. The others are languishing yep. price wise. So this system is working. These other so-called altcoins are not working. What, why is that not the case? Well, it's the same thing you could say about an investor in the uh, Madoff uh, mm -hmm. pyramid scheme right. or whatever uh, Ponzi scheme. Uh, it's the same. I mean, if you only are looking at the price, where uh, you, you you can you, you can do well or not, you can right. be uh, unpleasantly surprised also. So you have to understand people that made fortunes in Bitcoin. I think are people that understood uh, how Bitcoin works and why it can survive state intervention. Right. Many people would not want it to work. So, why, why it works? Because you don't have, as in uh, e-gold, for example, uh, a place to go and just shut down. You don't have uh, something backing it. Mm -hmm. Which is a, which is a, a weakness. It's, it's a, a point weakness. of failure. Of course, of course. I, I've heard... <laughs> Floor not feature. Yeah. Exactly. Like many, many libertarians used to say, well, if it's backed by gold, maybe I'll consider it. Well, it's, if it's backed by gold, you, you have a gold. We've run that experiment. Yeah. And, and, yeah. 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 The, and, and eventually it will be shut down. Doing the same thing. And gold is just again. one example. Expecting different results is... Yeah, yeah. Insanity, it's crazy. Right? Sure. Uh, so we... Uh, we went through that, and it, it's just eGold is one of many, many other uh, companies that went exactly the day with some excuse. They always shut it down, mm -hmm. and they and always shut it down when people start using it. So this is important right. when it becomes a threat. When uh, it becomes a threat, or at least uh, it, the the, uh, the radar mm -hmm. start to detect it. Right. Uh, so, but eGold was. Uh, even if it's, it was somewhat popular, popular between, I don't know, libertarians and goldbacks, it was uh, this little thing when it was shut down. And Bitcoin kept growing and growing and growing. So there's something different. You have mm -hmm. to ask yourself why it is not being shut down. Well, uh, there's no place. I mean, this is decentralized. It's just uh, code. But it's protected by what we call miners. Mm -hmm. So the miners... They use their um, computing power in order to protect the network. And why are they incentivized to do it? Well, because they get coins when they mine. Uh, it, these coins are somewhat related to the uh, power 
that they invest mm -hmm. in the in the network. So that's uh, that's the way. And, and also, mining is decentralized. I mean, you can do this mining thing, uh, whatever you are. It doesn't matter. Maybe you are in a particular location where it's I don't know forbidden or it's uh, it's more expensive. Whatever you can you can go to other places. So there there are miners everywhere. Mm -hmm. At this point, it would, it would, um, it would, shutting it down would necessitate something we've never seen before, and we probably shouldn't expect, which is the agreement of all world governments to get together and say, "Yeah, we're coming after that thing." Which there, there's an alternative to that, and we will get to that. What, what can they do, and what they did? So, but it's important to understand that Bitcoin, uh, the reward that these miners get, is going down, it's dwindling, it's the word. So it, every four years, it's cutting half. And, the, and another half is coming up in... Yeah, yeah, it's... A uh, million coins or something. <laughs> exactly. But uh, if this is happening, and this will happen because it, it's ingrained in the code, in, in the protocol, so what will... Uh, how will the miners will be incentivized in the future when you do not have this um, reward for miners. So this is, this is a very important question, and Satoshi addressed this. Not only in the white paper, he, um, he, he was very active in the forums. He, he used to debate a lot, and he explained this many times to many people. Yes, this can scale. Right. This can scale, and scaling is important because we're talking about money. Uh, you cannot have a kind of money that sh shits itself every time people try to use it. Yes. So it's, it's, like I, it's like having gold. I have this gold coin. I say, well, if many people use it, this will rot. It right, doesn't make right. sense. Yeah. Or it's, I cannot uh, divide it. Right. I can, it, it loses property. It has to be fungible, property. has to be durable, yeah. the, the, these and other characteristics. Yes. Yeah. In Bitcoin, it's better. Uh, if you have more people using it, it, uh, it, be, it, it gets better because of networks effects. Right. So, again, let's go back to incentives. What Satoshi said, Satoshi said, we will, have, we will not have this uh, reward for miners because it, this is just to start the system. Mm -hmm. But we will have, if it's successful, if Bitcoin is successful, we'll have millions and millions of transactions. And every transaction will pay a small fee. Mm -hmm. And a, a fee that you will not feel, uh, it's not, almost nothing. Not like, not like a regular bank fee. The, not, regular, regular, not like BTC fees. Right. Yeah. Uh, which is much more than regular banks mm -hmm. today. And it will be more. This is by design. So, the... Uh, you can have a network uh, of high-volume trans transactions with low fees. Mm -hmm. And this was the, the original idea. Right. So there's then uh, there's people that do not agree. But initially, and I'm telling you, I'm in this forum since 2010, mm -hmm. there, this opinion was almost inexistent. Almost everyone agreed, almost everyone agreed with Satoshi that mm -hmm. Bitcoin could scale. And it could scale because of the, of the multi-tiered incentives. First, 
the mining incentives that that uh, that those securing the network were paid not a dividend but but for investing their their uh, computing power at their cost they were paid out a uh, a reward in in bitcoin and then after it had achieved some kind of critical mass then the reward comes from transaction fees that are that are passed out to exactly. the participants in the, the network is but that this is this is not just Satoshi's opinion. Mm. This is necessary for Bitcoin to survive right. in the long term. So there, uh, there was... Uh, many so this is almost unanimous at this, at this early almost, stage? Almost unanimous. And then? And many, <laughs> many people think that this is a technical debate. Mm -hmm. It is not. The changes that were, were made to Bitcoin BTC are uh, economical in nature. And what they did was they, uh, well, let's say lay, they stopped the possibility of uh, Bitcoin scaling. Scaling beyond the mining uh, payouts. To, to serve the, the world. Okay. I mean, why do you have to pay, I don't know, 20, 50, 60 dollars today to make a Bitcoin transaction? Because yep. these guys made these decisions. They stopped Bitcoin from scaling. So, so when you talk about these guys, for yeah, example. The new guys. I, okay, very good. Because I, I want to get to this. Because I think a lot of people, for a lot of people, uh, who hear on the one hand, oh, we have this decentralized money, there's no Fed, there's no board of directors, there's no oh. uh, centralized uh, you know, group of people calling the shots. That's what they hear when they, when they hear certain people making an argument for cryptocurrencies, as opposed to the existing system of central banking that we have. And then they hear something like, but these guys, this yeah. nefarious group of people who are yeah. calling the shots or whatever. So, so, yeah. so explain the difference and yeah, how course. do we square that circle? What, what, what are we talking about but there? When I say these guys, uh, <laughs> I'm referring to the group of people that, uh, let's say, hijacked Bitcoin development. Mm -hmm. uh, this is, I mean, this can be, I think that 10 years from now, uh, or five years, maybe, it will be obvious to everyone. Because, I, I mean, this is not something I've read about. I, I uh, suffered it. Yes. Uh, but the, the good news, I, I would come back to this guy, the good news is that uh, you can fork the, the system. I mean, you can, and this is what happened. That's F-O-R-K for everyone listening yeah. at home. You can fork the system. Yeah, yeah. fork. <laughs> this is not possible with fiat money. I mean, right. you, are, you are subjected to whatever kind of uh, money that you, your government forces you to use. Mm -hmm. You cannot say, no, I will, I will fork the peso and we would make this. Uh, everyone that has pesos in his pocket would also have this another kind of peso. Right. See, which uh, doesn't, uh, which is not subject to inflation. Let's say. Do you want to quickly, uh, just quickly explain forking for yeah. for for people who are, are yeah, unfamiliar it, it, with uh, this is something this that is uh, it's normal in uh, uh, when we're talking about open source uh, code. Right. Where you can say, let's say, there's a disagreement, uh, and then, okay, you can split. We're talking about money, so the split is not always uh, nice. But you can split and say, okay, from now on, I will uh, do this kind of thing, and you can do you right. you can have your roadmap, and yeah. I have mine. 
So, that, so in the case of, of, of Bitcoin, for example, there's a blockchain goes all the way back to the Genesis block. Yeah. There is a shared history exactly. of transactions. And then when there's a disagreement, if there's a disagreement and there have been some and there will be more, yeah. then, the, for, then the, the, the chain can split. The shared history remains exactly. common to both of those, exactly. uh, those coin holders or asset holders. And then they get whatever the split is. Yeah. You have that. both. You have yeah. coins in both chains. Right. Uh, so this is the case with, for example, Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoin. It's not that Bitcoin Cash is a copy of Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. it's, it's Bitcoin. Yep. It's, it's blockchain. Go back to the first uh, block. Uh, the same as Bitcoin BTC. It's just a split. Right. Um, so going back to your question. Uh, so what happened uh, was something... I, was, I wasn't sure what will happen. This was growing too quickly, mm -hmm. and uh, it was like too good to be true. At this some is, point, so we're talking 2014, 2013, 2014, yeah, something like that. Yeah, but my, before the split. Yeah, my thought is just uh, since since 2011, 12. I I was always thinking, what will they do? Because they will right. not just let it grow. Right. No, so uh, there, are, there were many possibilities, and this was a, a topic uh, usually debated in these forums. Um, I was not uh, prepared for what actually happened, but I, I can tell you, they presenting themselves as the saviors of Bitcoin. They said Bitcoin cannot scale. Mm -hmm. This was very controversial. Nobody thought that way nobody nobody believed them but they this this was the but no don't worry we will make it scale just not the way satoshi uh, right. thought it could scale it's it's another way a new way so this was a, this is kind of a trojan horse of uh, developers that came in and said we don't yeah. worry we, we we've identified a bug yeah. and we're here to fix it this is a company it's called blockstream so they <laughs> Uh, many, many guys that, uh, let's say, thought they saw they, they lost the train, uh, but they were very knowledgeable about uh, informatic systems and, you know, computational systems and, I don't know, cryptography, these kind of things. They, many of these guys, uh, thought Satoshi was crazy. Mm -hmm. His idea was, uh, was not, uh, it's... It was one of these guys said, uh, this is uh, mathematically impossible. It's a mathematical impossibility. So <laughs> they, they were not against, but they just let it uh, pass. Mm -hmm. So um, then they realized uh, that perhaps they were wrong. And it doesn't matter who they are, but I think it does matter who, were, who, who was financing this company. Because then you you will see why we follow the money back to the yeah. incent their yeah. incentives. Yeah, yeah, of course. So they they bought the forums, they bought the the media, the most important. They bought they they bought the developers, mm, the developers that were not corrupted or corruptible. Uh, they they were ejected, um, and. That way, they <clears throat> they managed to 
mm. impose a new uh, narrative. Mm -hmm. uh, so people that came after the, this takeover, they, <clears throat> they don't think that this is... I mean, I, we, I, we aren't talking about just uh, censorship. We're talking about uh, expelling like 99% of people from the forums. Wow. I mean, this is... <clears throat> this is uh, like a hostile takeover at this point. Absolutely. And what year are we talking here? This has got to be 2014, 15? Yeah, 14, they, they, they said, hi, we are, we are here for hi, your own group. Hi, we're from the government, we're here to help. We are, yeah, that, we are that here to line. help. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I can tell you, look, I, I have this, look, this Blockstream company was backed by, uh, <clears throat> for example, the, one of the companies that, uh, funded Blockstream was AXA Group. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're familiar yep. with this. We were having discussions about this, I remember, mm. at the time. But yeah. And then you have the Digital Currency Group. Uh, this includes Mastercard at, at the time, I don't know now, uh, Western Union. Uh, so but this, is, this is all, I mean, th this is not a conspiracy, conspiracy right. theory. But, but, is... but Marcelo, what possible uh, reason would MasterCard <laughs> and Western <laughs> Union have to, to, to halt uh, some, someone that's coming to eat their lunch? <clears throat> but yeah, so, so we, had a, we had a quorum of, of, of bad actors, let's say, that infiltrated this, this uh, experiment in, in uh, cryptography and free market money. So the... the, the short-term outcome of that was that we had what we were talking about before. We had a fork in, in the blockchain from uh, BTC, Bitcoin, uh, and then Bitcoin Cash. Take us from there. How, what's... Yeah. So <clears throat> the, the most controversial topic here was the famous block size. No? Satoshi had explicit, explicitly said he, he made in, uh, specific instructions how it would be lifted, these mm -hmm. blocks. The, the block is just a block of transactions. You, if you have a cap on this block, you have a cap, uh, this block of transactions, you have a cap on the uh, amount of transactions that the network can process. So he recognized that <coughs> as the volume of transactions expanded and yeah. Bitcoin adoption grew in different marketplaces, then we would have to have some kind of mechanism by which to accommodate for those additional transactions. Exactly. And, and this, is, this is the same mechanism. This is a new mechanism. Mm -hmm. isn't an, 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 he was not referring to something new. <clears throat> he was referring to uh, the, the block size. It was capped because at some point Bitcoin uh, did not have value. I mean, economical value. Mm -hmm. So uh, it was necessary to avoid people just uh, spamming the network mm -hmm. with, uh, without having to pay for that. Right. So, <clears throat> but uh, before leaving, Satoshi said, no, look, this, this limit, it's just a, 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 a transitory. It's a, yeah, it's, it's something that uh, is... Uh, it's, not, it, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not written in stone. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's... It's just uh, <clears throat> for now, and we can uh, we can eliminate it completely. Mm -hmm. He didn't. He didn't say we can uh, put uh, another limit. He said it doesn't matter uh, as long as uh, people are using the network. It's market and dependent, and it will evolve and adapt as exactly. necessary. So you have to understand that. Uh, <clears throat> 
on the one side, you have, you have a, a market here. On the one side, you have the miners, mm -hmm. which they, they are offering uh, space in blocks. This is the, the good that they are offering the user. Mm -hmm. And then you have the user. User is buying, let's say, this space in the block for a transaction, and they pay with a fee. Right. So if you, if you have uh, an arbitrary cap in the size of the block, you have an arbitrary cap in the, in, in the number of transactions. So you, you change uh, the economic model. <clears throat> so I'm trying to think of a, of, <clears throat> of a, of a kind of real-world example for, uh, for our listeners who are getting their head around a bunch of new terms here. But tell me, if, 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 is it something akin to, um, in, and this will be a crude analogy, but something akin to um, say an artificial uh, supply shortage imposed on a market, a De Beers diamond kind of thing, where they say we're we're going to we're going to artificially choke off the the supply of a good, i.e., space in this case, to the market in order to, and we'll we'll have that be the sole uh, provider of the market, jack up the price, but not actually offer any competition, any expansion, any development, any it's ad exactly adaptation. That. It's exactly that. Uh, but the problem is that the, the result, so it's, it's like, um, um, auction, auction. It's, the result is uh, like, it, it's, it, it isn't even a normal auction. It's a blind auction because you're, <clears throat> When you make a Bitcoin BTC transaction, you pay the fee, and you don't know if your transaction will, even if you pay a monstrous fee, you don't know if your transaction will be confirmed in the next block. Because if other people pay more or a little bit more, well, your transaction will be ejected from the block. Oh, okay. And then you can, you can be waiting for days for your transaction. So it's not only... Uh, it's unpredictable. It's not only um, expensive, uh, crazy expensive. It's unpredictable. So what these what these people say? Well, but this is just the first layer. You can use a second layer for your small transactions. Like this is not for you. So th they would say this is for people who are storing, saving yeah. uh, their Bitcoin. But if you want to use if you want to use the transactional network. There are off-chain solutions that yeah. we will provide. Exactly. So <clears throat> the problem is that even if you are just an investor, let's say you want to put, I don't know, $100 or even much more, and you have to pay, let's say, $50 fee because someone has to pay <laughs> these this fees. Uh, and you, you are, I mean, so many um, use cases are out of the picture. Almost every, except... Uh, rich investors. This is their goal. And I, when I say this is no, uh, these these fees are high. Uh, you have to understand that they are not working. Many people think they are working. This is just a technical issue. No, they they are cheering high fees because they think it's exclusionary. To they they this is what they say. We need high fees, and I mean thousands of dollars in order for Bitcoin to be a store of value. Mm. This is what they think. We need it to be very, very high and to be used, this first layer, uh, by a few people 
in order to work properly. So uh, they say that this um, guarantees decentralization because it's easier for you to, to have a node at your home, which is crazy because <laughs> you will not use a system. If you have a node... You don't, want, you don't want 10 people with a node in their home. You want tens of thousands, of hundreds of millions of people around the world having partial access to a, a they network, say, right? Yeah, they, they say that they want more nodes. Mm -hmm. But all the, those people... And so it has to be cheap to run a node. But why will you run a node of a network that you cannot use? So, right. so it's, uh, it, it doesn't make sense. So they say, no, no, but don't worry. You can use this second layer. Problem is that, again, you cannot escape uh, economic... Reality, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> economic reality. So uh, if you want to enter this second layer, you have to pay a fee in the first layer. Mm -hmm. You or someone, someone has to pay that fee. And then when you abandon this second layer and you go back to the first layer, again you have to pay a fee. And then you, have, you, you may have to pay uh, fees again when you are in the second layer. It doesn't matter why, but let's, let's say you have to pay two fees in order to get access and then return to the first layer. What two fees? If, if, if we're talking about $1,000 fee, uh, who's who will be using that? Well, yeah. the answer is, you will not use it. You will have to use it through a middleman. So I am your bank, or probably they will call it another way, and I will, I will, have, I will use this second layer, and I will sell you the access. Mm. to this second layer. So this is the, this is the classic reinsertion of the middleman exactly. into a system that originated in order to get rid of the middleman in, in <laughs> the first place. Exactly. So, okay, so th there is a solution to this, and it was the solution, the original solution, of course. which, um, so, so for people who are listening on and hearing about thousands of, you know, thousand dollar fees, uh, et cetera, might rightly be thinking, okay, well then how, how is this going to, um, how is this going to be adopted around the world for people who want to buy a cup of coffee or who want to well, take an Uber ride or who want well, to buy a plane ticket? Yeah, yeah. Many um, people don't, don't know, but in Argentina, we were on our way to mass adoption. I mean, and, and I was participating in that. Uh, by the way, I'm very disappointed that many people that were part of this, let's call it movement, because at first, and I mean... 2012, 11, uh, yeah, 11, 12, 13, 14, let's say, uh, we were out there explaining, educating, uh, and... I remember that very first Bitcoin conference down here. Yeah, remember. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, people were very enthusiastic about this, mm -hmm. and many people were accepting Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. uh, you could, I, I used to buy uh, everything. I used to buy my, I don't know clothes and food, and uh, even outside the internet, you know, uh, I, I could buy many things, and, uh, and I did it frequently. Right. Uh, and people, do, people don't appreciate that in a country like yeah. Argentina, where there is, I don't know what the official rate of inflation is now, it's, it's supposedly something like 50%, but everybody knows it's, it's quite uh, an order of magnitude yeah. higher, higher than that. Uh, but, but then in economies like Argentina, the, People are uniquely 
predisposed to understand the realities of inflationary of economics in a way that I think people in maybe Australia or England or, or what have you are that, not that, quite as sensitive to. That, that's why people embraced it. Right. It was not very difficult to explain the benefits of, of Bitcoin back then to any uh, any commerce say any any negotiator any yes. any any business any peso shop. user any, <laughs> any peso anyone who user. used a peso yeah, and then yeah. you can present them with almost anything and yeah, yeah. they're going to be <laughs> open eared <laughs> and and the fees were not not a problem back then yeah but then uh, the fees started to uh, to jump right. like crazy I mean. It was one cent, it was considered okay, but that's it. Uh, then we went <laughs> to, when we start to uh, stumble upon this limit, this block size limit, uh, well, the, the fees went 50 cents, one dollar, and many dollars, and uh, it was impossible to use. Uh, and so this, all these people that adopted Bitcoin and that, that were more than ready for it, they stopped adopting it because they started to have lots of problems. And we're talking about businesses in particular yeah. at this point. From, from a commercial yeah, perspective, it was yeah. you're, you're waiting for three days for a confirmation, yeah. the, the, the fees are prohibitive, yeah, uh, customers it, don't want to use it. It's, and, and, and people are, uh, are, are, I mean, they, people don't understand what, what's happening, so they get mad at the shop owner or, or, or even uh, services on the internet, they, yeah. they just stop accepting. For example, you, we had uh, at some point um, uh, Microsoft and well, many other companies, Steam, mm -hmm. uh, had many, many companies that started accepting Bitcoin and then they stopped and went back, yeah. accepting Bitcoin. And to this day, they do not accept crypto cryptocurrencies, um, many of these companies. It was a really shitty experience. Uh, and people were really, really mad at them, and they uh, the, the, they were not responsible for the problems. Mm. So, uh, but the solution was always there. This I feel like that was an abusive, pardon me for interrupting, but an abusive faith that people had who had already taken the the jump to get out of fiat exactly and into uh, into crypto. It was a little bit wild west, so people were already kind of thinking they might have been a little bit suspicious, but. In, in the interest of good faith, I will give this a go. And once they got burned once, I feel like a lot of people were very reticent to go back into that market because it felt scammy after, exactly. after that. Exactly. And I think that that was the idea. Yeah. Let's make it unusable. Let's make it, uh, let people suspicious, mm. suspicious about this. And let's, let's people, uh, let, let them just forget about this. Uh, and go back to their credit cards. Yeah. And they are telling people use your credit cards. If you go to these forums that were uh, hijacked, they, when people say, look, I'm having this problem, first of all, uh, they, they will not let you say that. But uh, <laughs> if <laughs> the five minutes that your post is there, they will say, just use your credit card. This right. is the new narrative. Mm -hmm. uh, so it would <laughs> seem absolutely crazy uh, I don't know, 10 years ago, nine, eight years ago, but this is the new normal <laughs> mm, right. in Bitcoin land. Uh, but so the, I was just going to uh, 
point us back to the to the uh, the, the optimistic road of the solution always being there yeah. in the beginning, and it's uh, and so rediscovering that yeah. solution. Yeah, and it, and it was it was difficult. Uh, you said people, yeah, people invested and people started accepted, accepting the equipment because they assumed it could scale. Mm -hmm. So it was like, <laughs> you could say, like an um, implicit contract right. there yep. that was broken. So you have to explain, but this is difficult. You have, uh, you have a lot of obstacles if you want those people that were burned by, by Bitcoin BTC to understand that that's not the idea, that's not the, ori the original idea. Mm -hmm. But uh, this is the good news that uh, many, if not most, early adopters uh, knew exactly was, what was happening. And they, they didn't just go along with it. They said, no, we, we, we have to keep it alive. Mm -hmm. uh, so they did it. And August, 2017, uh, this, this split occur, occurred, uh, and Bitcoin Cash was born. So Bitcoin Cash is just Bitcoin. There's nothing new about it. Uh, is, sometimes people say, well, it's, it's a better, better Bitcoin. I don't think it is. It's just Bitcoin, the way it, it, it used to be mm -hmm. before this uh, Blockstream company took over. And you could, you can, I mean, it's very easy for me to, uh, to show. It's, it's, I think it's better just to show how it works than to explain. Right. So sometimes if you start to explain too much and people, people are lost and uh, just look, this is the same as having, this is my, my pitch. <laughs> this is the same as having a gold coin in your pocket Nobody can take it, it's yours, but you can tele teleport it. And you can uh, fraction it, or mm. whatever you like, and you can send it to anyone, and you don't have to ask for permission, and you don't need to open an account. So this is exactly like cash, peer-to-peer -peer electronic cash. I've heard that term somewhere. <laughs> Where was that term? I feel like this is in a, some kind of white paper or yeah. something. Right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Exactly. And also, uh, it's funny, they, they wanted to change the white paper. So they, they tried uh, like a North Korean... Uh, <laughs> um, they, they tried uh, something that I think, it's, fortunately, it's not possible to uh, achieve these days. I mean, you can, if, if you are uh, in North Korea, you have this, you, know, uh, you, you are not uh, a lucky guy. Uh, because, why? Because they, they have this monopoly and you cannot escape, or it's very difficult to escape. But in the, como se dice, in the, pardon, free software or uh, open source code uh, world, uh, you are not. They can, they can try their usual tricks, mm -hmm. the things that politicians do. Right. But they cannot just kill the the idea. Right. I mean, you uh, you will have to fight for it, and many people are fighting for it. Uh, but 
you, you cannot kill it. As long as you have people that are ready to, to defend the idea, mm -hmm. uh, you are not subject to just one jurisdiction. And right. ju you, you shall have, to, have to do... So this is, this is their model. This is what they tried uh, again with Bitcoin. They thought, perhaps they thought people will use this or people will forget about this. But what did people do? People just went for alternatives. And this is one of the, one of the real advantages of having a free market, of, of having competition in money, which is something that, that for thousands of years we didn't have. We had, you know, render unto Caesar uh, that which is his, and this, uh, this was very much the way. When the free market entered the, the, the money landscape, all of a sudden we had all these, different, uh, all these different ideas, slight tweaks, slight nuances that were competing for the best, to deliver the best use case, exactly what you would expect in a market where we had higher competition, you know, bringing the quality of, of the product. Low up, barrier to entry. Low barrier to entry being a feature, not a flaw of, of the network. But so I wanted to ask you specifically with regards to uh, adoption globally of, of uh, Bitcoin Cash, because I know that I've, I've read some of the articles. I know it's, it's obviously taking off in Japan, where uh, one of your uh, co-evangelists for uh, Bitcoin Cash, Roger Veer, is sometimes based, I guess. Um, but it seems like more and more uh, companies are, are, and businesses, small and large, are able to adopt this. Uh, so do you have some, some kind of insight into how that's yeah, unfolding? Yeah, the, the number the, you have, I, I think it's the most uh, used and most accepted cryptocurrency. Uh, and it has to do with the inheritance of the network effect mm -hmm. of uh, Bitcoin. So yeah, you can, you can fork the code, but you cannot fork the, the community, the network effect. Right. And you can have, let's say, uh, Facebook. And you, you say... You, you may have a better idea. You, you may say, look, I will fork, let's say Facebook is uh, open source. I will fork it and I will call it Facebook Joel. Jo Joel Book. Joel Book. <laughs> Joel Book. Yeah. Joelbook.com. Yeah. So, it's, just, it, it's just me and my mom hanging out there. Yeah. The, the Joel, it, Joel Book, actually. It's code. Maybe, Don't it's, go. <laughs> maybe it's great, but people will not use it. Why? Right. Because other people are not using it. So in money, it's... Extremely, extremely. It's not all. Of course, you need the uh, properties, mm -hmm. the good properties of money there. That's why Bitcoin BTC, uh, I think, will fail in the long run. But uh, if you have the good properties uh, in place and you have people using it and it is scalable, it can scale, mm -hmm. uh, well, I think you have, what, uh, you have almost everything. The, perhaps the last thing is, uh, the, the last problem is volatility, which is a problem, but it, I think it will solve itself in, in the future. If you have a, a big, big, uh, <clears throat> I mean, if you have a, a larger market cap, mm -hmm. uh, you also have uh, less, tend right. to have less volatility. So. You see this in, in, it's in a process. equities and other exactly. It's, it's most not, other markets. It's something that you cannot decide it. Right. It's, it's something that will happen perhaps in the future. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> so um, yeah, it, it inherited, inherited uh, the many many companies that were uh, having 
all these problems with Bitcoin BTC started as soon as Bitcoin BCH, which is uh, Bitcoin Cash, appeared. Uh, they, they were very, very keen on uh, accepting Bitcoin Cash because, because they had all these problems with Bitcoin BTC. So we have all these companies, uh, big companies, and, and, and we have uh, many people using it that we don't know. Uh, we know that there are transactions, but mm -hmm. we can't know exactly what, uh, what are the use cases. I know many. But most of them, I think, uh, we will never know, and that's that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. So people who value privacy, uh, ease of transaction, yeah, uh, and a legacy that goes all the way back to the very genesis block, literally, of yeah. cryptocurrency, might want to check out. Yeah, and, uh, and also, no, uh, and also, the uh, it, no, we we shouldn't uh, undervalue uh, the enthusiast. The early adopters, yep. the people that are, uh, the, that are, I I could say I, I may say, I don't know if the word to say, it, but fanatic about uh, this technology, mm -hmm. uh, they they are not giving up, right. and so this is um, this is the that Bitcoin Cash exists today is proof that. Uh, Satoshi was right. I mean, we can uh, we can withstand. Yep. Uh, if we if we could survive what happened to Bitcoin, I think uh, in the future it, it will be <laughs> very difficult to to stop. I cannot imagine what they will come up with. Right. But uh, I think we have proof that. Uh, it's um, it's not easy to stop. It's been many many years, and they tried many things. All right. Well, well let's add resilience to the to the virtues of, of yeah. Bitcoin Cash. So, from a man who was crazy enough to buy gold at the beginning of the century, <laughs> crazy enough to buy Bitcoin at the uh, after the first beginning of the first second decade <laughs> of the century, and now is crazy <laughs> fanatic about Bitcoin Cash. Uh, I hope that you're. That your your good run continues, and Marcelo, I know we can't uh, shake hands, but we're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna flagrantly discard the laws here and say thanks very much for stopping it's by a today, mate. Privilege. Thanks. Thanks so much. Cheers, Marcelo. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Bonner Private Research Podcast. You can find more conversations like this in the members-only section of our website at bonnerprivateresearch.com. If you would like to contact us. Please address compliments and complaints alike to podcast at bonaprivateresearch.com. We look forward to hearing from you either way. Until next week.